You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode. I'm Dr. Lee Davenport, and I am honored to be joined by the illustrious Kanisha Rudne, Realtor, Corporate Real Estate Advisor at the thriving Greenwood CRE and the 2022 Georgia CCIM Chapter President, who could truly be in the dictionary as the definition for a mover and shaker. I really think her picture should be there. Fun fact, Kanisha and I met literally 20 years ago, almost down to the day. Boy, have we come a long way from the days of our old church's youth group. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Madam President, for joining this discussion on your journey and just journeying into commercial real estate. I'm so happy to have you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much uh, for having me. Yay! So before <laughs> we get started, Let's get to know you a little with some fun, rapid-fire real estate questions that I like to ask our guests without giving them to you in advance. So, no, I know you're like, well, wait a minute. You didn't talk about this. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Oh, goodness. So, <laughs> so here we go. Penthouse or farmhouse? Farmhouse. In town or USDA approved acres out of town? USDA approved acres out of town. <laughs> Thank you for keeping up. You know what? Name. These answers would not have been the same 15 years ago, but this is where I am today. Okay. I know you were the in town maven. So that's why I really I wanted to ask you. Yeah, I was in town, midtown, all you know, all the way. Those times have right? changed. <laughs> And that is, that's very interesting that you even point that out, um, just how, you know, we evolve. So I love it. I love it. Crypto or cash? Today, I'm saying cash, but I, I once again, things are changing. And I know that I'm going to have to, it's, it's going to be crypto soon. Today, it is cash. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good. That's perfect. Um, duplex or guest house? To live in or to, to have as a investment? All of the above. Okay. Um, so I would say Duplex had that in, in, in uh, West Midtown, had that. I am right now building Yes House. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it's interesting for many of these, for you, and I always say this whenever I do these questions, I always feel like it's both and please and thank you. Uh, last one, home gym or home office? I have both. <laughs> so I'm, um, yeah, both. You, you need them both with our schedules and lifestyles. Got to have them both. I love it. I absolutely. I feel like it's too hard to pick for some of these. So thank yeah. you for allowing us to get to know you a little better. Yeah. Um, now let's jump into today's topic. So as the 
illustrious 2022 Georgia chapter president of CCIM. And give us what give what's the CCIM stand for? I know what it stands for, but I want to yeah. tell the audience CCIM stands for Certified Commercial Investment Member. And that is a designation that a commercial broker or anyone that is interested in commercial real estate, such as a lender, attorney, uh, you know, you name it. If you are interested in that realm, certified commercial investment member is the destination to obtain. I love that. And I love that you are a lifelong learner. And that's what a lot of these designations represent for many of us. Sure, our clients may or may not understand the importance, but for us, it means so much. So tell us, what has been your journey to get here, to get to commercial real estate, to get to the CCIM 2022 president, just everything. Tell us more. All right. Well, I, I started out in commercial real estate. I was living in Arizona and I uh, was introduced uh, I was introduced to real estate period um, by a couple, and I'm so grateful that they just opened the door and shared, you know, they, um, uh, she was, the wife was into mortgages and insurance. The husband was into training and teaching and investing. They had an investment group together. And uh, they, they said, if you're really interested in learning real estate period, this is before commercial period, they got me an iPod and they put as many like just books and uh, you know audi audible and uh, teaching material on there. They said, do not put any music. They said, we want you to listen to this 24 seven until you can put a deal together. So then they started throwing deals at me, which was amazing. That That is such a great way to learn. So I, I, I was thrown into to real estate. Um, so I, I learned about uh, investing and flipping and uh, they had a multi-million dollar portfolio. They bought apartment complexes. They were like, hey, how can we double our value on this parcel over here? And if you could do that, then we'll give you the proceeds. You know, just, just different stuff like that. Now I'm working with the city and I'm talking to officials and looking at zoning. And uh, while all, all the while I'm listening to all of this growth and I'm depositing education on the inside of me and not just um, receiving the information, but applying it immediately. And so that's a different type of, I'm a different type of learner. I have to have be hands-on. I talk with my hands. I do everything with my hands. So um, that was extremely beneficial to my, to my growth. And I, I could never repay them for that. That was just, it was just amazing. So after they started selling off a lot of their portfolio, which I ended up managing, I started a property management company to manage all of their assets. And when the market started to shift, I was able to market myself to a commercial real estate firm who had just obtained the census deal. They got the GSA um, contract and they had more work than they had people to help on those, on that deal. And, um, you know, so I marketed myself to them and, and I told them all about all my experience. And they said, wait a minute, you did all of that? And I said, yeah. And they said, do you have a real estate license? I said, no. <laughs> they said, you don't have a real estate license? I said, do I need one? So, um, yeah. So then now I got to learn um, 
uh, how the value of a real estate license and the different ways, uh, the different asset classes. And so I was hired by UGL Equus in Arizona. And I say hired, I signed on to work with them. It, you know, I wasn't salary. This was straight commission. Uh, did tenant rep for five years. I worked on, you know, general, uh, general service administration contract with the census, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, uh, Sodexo, um, uh, DeVita, Dialsa, doing blend and extend lease negotiations, uh, everything. So we had a lot of office and industrial clients. And then um, as the market started to shift, now we're in the recession, it was a perfect time. I felt led to go to get my master's. So I got my master's of real estate development. And there was a, once again, hands-on. So it wasn't just sitting there getting information. We actually uh, got had synthesis projects. And it was like, hey, here's this dilapidated um, project in this neighborhood. What would you do with it as a developer? How how can you service the community? So now it gets me thinking of what does the neighborhood need? You know, um, how about green space? How about you know food? How about uh, retail? What types of retail would best service this area? And that came in handy because now I'm I'm doing that for developers, so which is really good. So I got my master's in real estate development, then got um, hired by uh, and before that, the real estate development was construction, design, law, finance of real estate. So it was the application of all that. We were taught by industry professionals, which is great. It just wasn't book knowledge. They brought it to life. We were taught by professionals. And uh, then I got hired by a development firm in Atlanta that moved me back here. And um, and then uh there was some other stints in between there. And then I got hired by the largest holder of real estate in the country and moved to Arkansas. And I worked with them for a while doing um, excess land sales negotiations. I had a 44 million square foot portfolio, uh, did oil and gas leases, billboard leases, uh, uh, you name it. It was, it was amazing. All of the various aspects of real estate that I touched and I would have had no other opportunity to do that anywhere else, 44 million square feet of real estate, selling excess land, site selection for new store developments. Um, and our development projects on the smaller scale was 45,000 square foot neighborhood markets. And the larger were like 250,000 square foot super centers. Absolutely amazing opportunity. And um, it was there that I decided to, to pursue my CCM designation, uh, which I realized that I could get credit for the master's classes that I had already taken. So I was able to fast track the program. So 101, which is financial analysis and 102, which was marketing, I was able to get credit for through my master's program. So I was fast tracked to the pen. So I was able to com complete that quicker than most, you know, it was over a hundred or so hours of um, education. Uh, CCM has been an phenomenal phenomenal educational tool that I've added to my arsenal. Uh, so there was financial analysis, um, marketing, 103 is user decisions, and that's your stay or go analysis. That's should you should you buy, should you sell, should you lease, should you, um, should you do a sell lease back, should you take the capital, go somewhere else, should you reinvest in your business? And that is from the user's perspective, but you can use it if you're the tenant or the landlord or, or anybody. So just excellent information. 104 was investment analysis. And uh, all of those tools have been extremely crucial for my development as a broker, investor, and to represent my clients and help them out. Um, so 
as far as my journey, as far as CCIM is concerned, when I um, got my pin, that was 2017. And then I had just recently resigned from uh, uh, corporate America. And I was moving back to Atlanta from Arkansas. And um, I attended my very first chapter meeting in Atlanta. And when I CCIM, the chapter was very different at that time. So when I walked into the meeting, no one spoke to me. Uh, if you guys know, commercial real estate is a very white male dominated industry. The average age is 62. I don't look like that. I'm not 62. I am very different from the norm. And so when I walked in, it was a very similar environment. And the only people that spoke to me that entire night were the two people that looked like me. And one was a broker and one was a vendor. Uh, he had a lawn care business. And that is, is um, ridiculous <laughs> to say the least. And actually, I had actually, before I got to that meeting, um, even before I got my pen, I knew that I was going to be leaving Arkansas. So I wasn't going to get involved in that chapter. I knew I was going to be coming to Atlanta. And so I had reached out in advance to the uh, some board members, a board member in particular, and didn't get a call back, didn't get an email back. I tried a couple more times, nothing. So when I got to that first chapter meeting, I stood in line to speak to this person, stood in line, okay? And uh, I was the third person in line. The first person had their conversation, they moved up. The second person, they had their conversation, moved up. When it got to me and I moved up to have my conversation, the person turned and walked away. So that was my introduction to the CCIM chapter in Georgia. Uh, so needless to say, there was a lot that needed to change. Um, and, and that person may, you know, it, it, I don't even know. <laughs> so anyway, I, from that moment, and I'm usually more vocal, but I was so shocked and stunned that that happened. I had no words. I had like no words. I, that's rare for me because I'm a talker and I had no words. I was like, did that really just happen? Like, really? For real? That's how we do. So um, I went on and I started participating in other organizations in Atlanta and ran across Richard Slayton at an empire meeting across town. And uh, he said, I recognize you, you look familiar to me. And I was like, well, I just got here from another state. And he said, you're on the back of that magazine. And so CCIM had featured me after I got my pen had taken some photos and featured me in the magazine. He said, I know you. And he said, why aren't you participating in, in the chapter? And I told him my experience, what happened. He said, it happened to him. He said, but don't worry about that. You know, um, it's unfortunate, but he said, with us together, we can make some change, some real change in uh, that organization. So I promised him that I would come back and give it another shot. He ended up being the president of the chapter the very next year, so 2018. So 2018, he became the president of the chapter. I um, committed to serving. I served on the university outreach committee, and I was able to help to get Georgia Tech recognized under Fast Track program. So I started making some strides in the CCIM board and started being recognized. Um, the very next year, I was asked to chair the chapter uh, university outreach. The very next year, 2020, I was asked to be treasurer. 2021, vice president. 2022, I was voted as the president. And literally, that is a huge difference in five years. So the from being ignored and shunned 
five years prior to now being voted by my by my colleagues, these same people, to be the president. And honestly, a lot of that was just exposure. People being have being okay with being uncomfortable, being okay with change, being okay with learning about other people. And um, if we could do more of that, we can have more change. Now the board is thriving. We we do tons of events. It's it's absolutely amazing. We have um it's it's just great. So I'll just leave it at that. So that has been my journey up to now um, as chapter president. And I'm looking forward to finishing out the rest of the year strong. We've had continuing education classes um, and just exposing people to to qualified diverse colleagues um, and where they otherwise may not have uh, come across uh, different people. Let me just say that. So that was absolutely heartwarming, Madam President, to hear of this journey where, like you said, you were shunned and it actually discouraged you, but through encouragement of some current members, you were able to get your feet back in the door and serve and not only serve, but be a change maker. So what would you say? Because I would say, there's probably other people who maybe it wasn't that exact experience, but for whatever reason, they were turned off. What would you say to them in regards to coming back or giving it a second try? Oh, since I have been president, we have reached out to people. We have picked up the phone and made warm phone calls and welcomed people back. We actually, at our meetings now, we have um, ambassadors. You think about if you go to church, you have greeters and people just to just to welcome you, shake your hand, give you a hug. And, and we have that and they're ambassadors. So everyone feels welcome. I never want someone else to feel like I felt at that meeting just because, and they know who's new, you know, you had never seen me before, but yet they were comfortable in their own, uh, just hanging on the people they had always hung around with. And we don't need any clicks, any more clicks in this industry. So we have greeters, we picked up the phone, we say, hey, we haven't seen you in a while, a year, two years. You know, you have your designation, come on back. We're doing things differently this year. We're gonna have some fun events, we're gonna have educational events, continue education classes, you know, and 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 run down the list of different activities that we have going on. And we've gotten a lot of people to return. We're like, wow, you know, the, you know, the wow, it's they notice a change. Let me just say that, you know, whereas they may have been uncomfortable with a president that looks like me when they actually show up, they're pleasantly surprised. So, you know, as I was sharing with you before we started uh, this recording, I watched some of the videos from CCIM over the past few months of you now being in leadership and even the engagement in the videos. For me, it was remarkable. Now I'm not on the commercial side, but I was like, now do I need to join and start going to these meetings? It looks amazing. So kudos. Thank you. Um, what's your future or what's your future? What's your vision for the future going forward? For CCIM or? You know, let's do for commercial real estate, for CCIM, any and everything you want to share. Um, 
so for CCIM, like we just wanted to re-engage a lot of the people that had fallen by the wayside. Um, and that's why I said with the personal touch, with the phone calls, with the, um, it, we just wanted to, to show that we were an organization for everyone, for everyone, not just the normal, uh, what your usual commercial real estate broker or what they would look like, but we are definitely an organization chapter for everyone. And as far as the future of commercial real estate, um, commercial real estate is decades behind other fields, right? So they've been operating a status quo for a very, very long time. And I would say I became a CCM instructor in uh, 2019. Okay. I teach 101 and 103. And in 2019, it was myself and another young lady, Stephanie, she's out of uh, Connecticut. We together became, we were the first black female uh, CCIM instructors ever. And so at that time, 2019, the Institute was 52 years old. So in 2019, commercial real estate is still having first first as it pertains to some aspect of diversity. And so that is a clear indicator of, <laughs> of where the organization is, of where uh, the industry is, let me say that. Um, so we have a long way to go. So I would say that I envision commercial real estate degrees, undergraduate or graduate being taught in more schools than just Georgia Tech and Georgia State. How about Morehouse? How about Clark and Spelman? You know, um, I have a friend that was just hired at Google and another friend that was just hired in Meta and in their real estate divisions. And so I envision more diverse, qualified people being hired at these places, regardless of what they look like, you know? So we have a long way to go, but um, I think we are in the position now for further advancement. Wonderful. And this has been such a great conversation. I know our listeners are itching to keep up with your journey. How can they do that? Where can they find you and follow you? Uh, so you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, Kenesha Rubne, K-E-N-I-S-H-A-R-O-B-N-E-T-T. On uh, Instagram, it's Kenesha.Rubne.RealEstate. And uh, that's pretty much it, those two platforms. And um, definitely, if, if you're interested in joining the CCIM chapter, please do so. It's only $130. We still have more to come in the year. We have an event June 23rd. We have an event. Uh, it's a Braves game, private. We will be networking with the Alabama chapter and Tennessee chapter. Uh, we have uh, our economic luncheon and forecast is coming up with a uh, in November. And we also have a mentorship program, which I started three years ago. And this is this is our third year. And I would say that a mentorship is huge in this industry. So you need someone to champion you to get in the door. Uh, I, I just mentioned how it's, it's a male dominated, white male dominated industry. And a majority of them have had their fathers or golf buddies or someone to get them in, or maybe their third and fourth generation. There's even a commercial real estate company out here and they have been, their family has been in the industry over 100 years. What was my family doing hundred years ago? Right, very different conversation. So because this is a relationship business, you want to have 
a mentor or someone on your side that can you can ask questions to. They can invite you to different events. They can open the door for you. And uh, we have we do just that with our mentorship program and it has been excellent and it has changed the trajectory of, of people's careers. Um, I would also say, um, and for those of you that are interested in just getting into commercial real estate period, definitely consider advanced education and that can include CCIM. CCIM, you, you will get the tools, you get the financial calculators, the worksheets. That is the biggest difference between residential and commercial is the math, is math. You're going to do it on the residential side. I'm not downplaying or anything, but the residential side, the math might be what's my commission and what's the seller proceeds. But on the commercial side, it might be what's the debt service coverage ratio, the potential rental income, the NOI, um, what's the capitalization rate? What's the vacancy rate? You know, and you need to know that, you know, what's the hurdle rate? What's their internal rate of return or the discount rate? You have to be able to have those conversations. And of course that depends on the sophistication of your client, but still you should know that to be able to best service their needs. And with advanced education, you can get that. I will always promote CCIM and it's definitely changed my career. It has catapulted my career to the next level. And I say this all the time, whereas, you know, when I first started out in commercial real estate, I was given a, a phone and an office and I was told to pick a couple of buildings and cold call. But cold calling does not work for everyone. It that did not work for Kenesha. You know, and I was not willing to change my name to K. So because of that, I had to find another way. And when you have all of the different classes, you meet a variety of people, you expand your horizon, you expand your reach, and then people come looking for you. So now I live off of referrals and it has been amazing. Um, and also when you do a great job for someone, they're going to give you more business. So make sure that you are educating your clients along the way and you'll get more business as well. Um, let me see what else I wanted to share before we go. Um, you can do it. I just want to say, if you have the drive, if you have the, the, the grit, um, you can do it. This is not difficult. It's not rocket science. Um, you just need to have a little, a little drive and a little uh, passion and desire to get it done. You will find a way, find a way to get it done. Don't take no for an answer. You can, you can make it, you can do it. If you need to reach out to me, I am available to you. Um, yeah, feel free. If you have any questions about commercial real estate or, or breaking into that, you know, if come to some of our chapter meetings and I am always available uh, as well. Um, lastly, I want to say Greenwood CRE. You can see that on the screen. Um, just recently, actually, we just celebrated one year. And we are a commercial real estate company that is uh, led by, uh, they say, African-Americans in the industry. And the majority of us have been in the industry 15 to 25 years, um, all came together under one umbrella. And we have offices all over the, the country. And it has been a beautiful thing. So this, we definitely were named in honor of what happened in Tulsa. And if you don't know what happened in Tulsa, please look it up. Look it up and uh, you'll see why we wanted to honor that place. It has taken over a hundred years for even it to get any kind of recognition. They still did not get the resources. They not, didn't get the insurance bag, nothing. Um, 
and it was a thriving community. And we wanted to, um, uh, to show that collectively when we come together, we can accomplish something great. So I think that is everything. <laughs> this has been absolutely wonderful. You are a wealth of knowledge. I can see why not only are you one of the first black women instructors for CCIM, but even now the president in such a short span, that was a really quick span to go from being shunned to welcomed and acknowledged for who you are. Um, so thank you for being who you are. You're amazing. And everyone, thanks for listening. Until next time, here's to your success. Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.